Welcome to another episode of The Theory of Conspiracy. I am Ro Lando. This is Mike Roth here. And we are excited. Today's episode, we are going to be talking about giants in history and if there's been a suppression of the truth about giants. Nephilim. So from the Nephilim, uh, the Titans, the Cyclops. They exist in all aspects of history here in our mythology, in our supposed reality, uh, in historical records. But we're going to dive in deep to see if there's been a Indiana Jones-like cover-up of these truths here. So you, you mentioned Indiana Jones. I, I just want to um, touch base with you about Indiana Jones. We had an argument about, I don't know, two, three months ago about Indiana Jones. And I just want the viewers we need to pass. We need some context on, on what your thoughts are on Indiana Jones. Not the new movie, in which I, they already have our money. We're just going to say that out loud. Yeah. We're, we're going to go see the new Indiana Jones. But tell me the character of Indiana Jones. What do you think about him? Because you kind of uh, picked a, a bee's, uh, you know, a hornet's nest, a bee's nest, if you will, if uh, when, you, when you're <laughs> going off on one of your diatribes about Indiana Jones. Let's hear, let's hear a little so- bit. Indiana right Harrison Ford. We love Harrison Ford. And Indiana Jones is is marketed as a hero to us, right? And I've, I'm a fan of the movies. But then I thought about the Indiana Jones character. And here's a guy who we're saying, hey, he's he's protected these ancient relics from the Nazis. But did he ever give them to the world in the world of Indiana Jones? Uh, the Ark of the Covenant was discovered in the first one. Do right. the people of the world know about that? discovery the the holy grail i would argue that they don't because in the end of the first one the smithsonian like cover-up they just bury it in the the boxes along with everything else so is indiana jones a hero or is he a history suppressor i would argue he's a history suppressor yeah i think the other the other thing you said was who's the real nazi as well (laughs) i may have said that i don't know i see a lot of stuff when i drink (laughs) but he kills a lot of he, he kills a lot of people with those movies <laughs> for, a, for a freaking college teacher he gets a, he has a license to kill along with that they may be nazis but they have kids and families dude the, the articulate way that you just explained indiana jones uh you get, kind of makes sense to me but i was just i thought it was hysterical when you busted out who's the real nazi at the end of it and i uh it just made my day so uh yeah i mean indiana jones Hot take. Uh, it's a Nazi. It's like you see something, you're like, ah, oh, la, la, my childhood, this is great. And then you look at it a little deeper context. You're like, hey, what are we, what are we supporting here? This is, I mean, it's an action film, but it's veiled in the fact that, yeah, that he knows about all these great things and he is part of that cover-up. And, and we put him on this pedestal as a hero, not my indie. So, yeah, I don't know. Also, There's what I'd have with that. Know, and then also, let's talk about uh, cultural appropriation you know he went into the jungle and stole their god from a temple temple of doom yep. yeah and he, multiple times uh so really i mean indiana jones nowadays i mean that he would be protested if they found out what this college professor was doing that they would say he has that white superiority complex right right where it's, the white you know, white savior the white savior, the manifest destiny if you will he's gonna go in he's gonna steal all the indigenous gods and he's gonna put them in a museum for who? The queen? The, now the king? Thanks, Indy. Let's jump into Nephilim. And, on that and this note. is just the introduction here. We want to go into current events really quick. Okay. Oh, yeah. We, right. we, yeah. We're, we we're completely excited. <laughs> yeah, this is a topic we're, we're ready for. So you can right. tell the Giants is going to be a good one. All right. Um, so people may not know this. There's, there's riots going on in 
France for a second time. There was some earlier in 2023. It was about the about people's pension, basically their retirement age was going up. So French people were upset about that and rioting. But I think it was more of a that riot seemed to be more, you know, hey, we're mad. We're, we're, we're going to rip stuff up. But it was more respectful, it seems. Uh, there's been a recent one where a a teenager was killed at a traffic stop with police. He was pulled over. He kept driving, went through a red light, uh, just kept moving. Basically, every time they tried to stop him, end up shooting him, killing him. So now the the young population is upset. And these riots are, you know, more fires. There's been some stuff where like uh, a mayor's family was attacked and it's getting pretty hardcore. So apparently on the news today or on the Twitter verse, uh, French military has issued a warning or threat to the French president Macron that if he doesn't get everything in order, he's going to be arrested for treason. Really? So what, what is the source of the, of that? Is that, are they putting that in the mainstream media or is this just, um, you know, cause I, I will say this, like, I, I have to ask because I haven't seen that in any of the major news outlets that I follow, you know, like, uh, you know, Fox news or HuffPost or I follow them all guys, uh, the associated press. I haven't seen anything just yet. Uh, but the thing that, the thing that's really mind boggling to me, and I know that being in America, we're American centric news and we like to hear about our own dealings, uh, over the world news. Um, but I haven't seen a lick of any of these protests at all over the course of the last week or so. And uh, so I think it is important to know that, that that those are going on because that's a huge deal. So, yeah, the first riot that was happening. Yeah, be, people didn't know about it. It wasn't on the news. I remember, I don't know, being doing what mm-hmm. I do, showing up to little parties and, and trying to make conversation. And, hey, you hear about France? And they're like, what? No. And then now there's this stuff. So, so it's very interesting. Yeah, I try to read as many sources as I can just to know what's going on in the world. Uh, subscribing to different voices on Twitter, just to actually see photos, see things where you uh, international news uh, news articles there. But but you're right, you don't yeah. see a lick of it in American outlets, so you have to really just keep your mind open and your ears open. But that's so that's I mean, what I try to do. And I mean, the, so you're you're on the Twitterverse, I'm on the the TikTok verse. You know what I mean? Uh, I'll say I see a lot of uh, of that going on. Um, also. The one thing that I would like to just point out is that uh, when we didn't see a lick of, uh, you know, TikTok being kind of uh, seriously, you know, you know, speculation of it being taken down when they had the congressional hearings and stuff like that. There was like at one point in 2020 when Trump wanted to kind of get rid of it, um, but that was a really short lived. um, And then and then right after these first French revolutions, they started really cracking down on like what they can and can't do uh, on, on Twitter or not, not on Twitter, but on, on TikTok and stuff like that. Uh, and since then, uh, since those congressional hearings, I haven't really seen much of anything. So um, I, I guess I think, it's illegal. I think I, one of the stories that I heard is that it's illegal to post to social media in France at the moment during anything that has to pertain to the riots or anything of that nature. Um, and that there's been like a social media, like shutdown, crackdown. Yeah. Yeah. Blackdown. Crap. Uh, but just to go off what you said about TikTok, I think that's the way suppression is, is going to happen versus saying, hey, we're not going to come in out and just shutting it down. I think you'll it'll continue to operate. You'll just see that certain countries, you're no longer getting news um, about certain events. You, you'll find that your feed is just stopped there. I think 
like most suppression, it'll seem like, no, everything's still normal, but then you'll find that your flow of information is cut off. Right. Right. And that's, and that's kind of what it, what it kind of seems like, but um, there hasn't been a shortage of Nephilim giants in my, my, in my feed. So um, I think that this conspiracy, that, that's still a hot this, topic. they're, they're, they're allowing this one to trickle through just because it does sound kind of ridiculous, but you, you have a take on this and I want to, I want to hear it. And I want to, we'd love us some giants here at uh, the theory of conspiracy. I love giants. Yeah. yeah I didn't always good. love giants. I wasn't a kid who was like, Ooh, Jack of the beanstalk and let me eat my green beans. I thought it, those are fantastic. As I started, you know, going to school, things like that, world religions, uh, the Bible mythology, the, Giants were just a theme that you would always see connecting and that you can make a loose thread. And I, I once told a story. Let me tell you this story real quick. My first and only time I went to Sunday school, my cousins were getting their, uh, what is it when you're 16, not your quinceanera, but your cotillion. They were going to do the thing for the mm-hmm. cotillions. So I think my family, my dad was like, well, don't you maybe do that? And I went and it was like, nah, I'm not, this, this isn't for me. So at that point I was I was getting into giants to some extent. I think I had read the Bible because my uncle said I couldn't or dared me that I couldn't handle it. So I read it and was like, okay, I've read the Bible. I know about it. Interesting. My favorite passage was about the Nephilim. And I think I was trying to make conversation in Sunday school church there and was like, yeah, I think this Bible is very interesting. You know, I like, a, like the idea of giants, you know, there's ideas that are shared across books, you know, it's in mythology, it's in the Titans, and it's also in the Bible. So I think there's something to this. And then the priest was pretty dismissive, just saying, well, that stuff is actually just myth. And I was countering with, well, that's what people believed at that time. No, no, they didn't. Okay, so you're saying that people thought that Zeus was just like made up? But they like didn't story. Actually, no, they were gods. Yeah, they were, he was they like were a followed. Superman. He was a Superman comic book character that was like, whoa, he's not that, like, I was like, no, they believed that was happening. We think of him as myth, just like people might think of the Bible as myth, but, and it didn't go well. So I think they just, you know, he just ignored me and I was like, I'm not coming back to this place. Screw that. He doesn't even understand how mythology works. He's the Indiana uh, Jones of the Catholic Church. He's surprised. Yes, thank yeah. you. Thank you. So I knew that then. Um, but that was something that fascinated me in school is the, this idea of, of the, the Titans in, in mythology, how they were, uh, you know, teamed up with Zeus to go against the, the, you know, his dad and all that, the, the Bible, the, the, it's right before the flood and some would say would be the cause of the flood. So these are stories that, that I'm fascinated by. And then there's modern takes on it. So I want to sort of go through that history, paint this picture of giants, whether you believe it or not, it's a fascinating story. Um, Let's and, you talk. Argue, and you can argue that there's that there are, uh, you know, connections throughout throughout these. these right. right. And it's very interesting because our some of our earliest stories are about giants. So whether we just were into that or not, it's just, hey, we decided our first historical records and be about these characters who happen to be giants um, there. They connect. They're our first action hero stories there are first buddy comedy stories there are first uh multiverse stories which we'll talk about how they were doing doing all this stuff before marvel and all that so let's let's get into that let's let's start with sumer or the sumerians yeah and let's talk about the giants there so as far as sumer goes is sumer is now or was uh, in the Mesopotamia region. It's, it's associated with where Iraq is now in the Middle East there. It's thought of as being the first great civilization that existed in the world where, where everywhere else we're still, people still living in caves, afraid of their shadows. Sumer was 
advancing. They had law, they had his uh, written records, they had a hierarchy, they had all this agriculture, they had stuff that no one else had. And they, they gave us our first myths or stories. And they gave us uh, the Anunnaki. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about the Anunnaki. Yeah, so the going back to Ancient Aliens and, and the Galactic Federation episode, if you haven't listened to that one, um, Anunnaki uh, are giant uh, aliens um, that uh, some would say posed as gods in early civilizations. Um, basically, they came to the cradle of life, as we call it, and uh, shared, um, you know, how how to make fire, what how to uh, basic mechanics, um, engineering stuff of that nature. Uh, in the earliest Sumerian writings about them, with uh, which come from you know post uh, Akkadian you know period, the Anunnaki deities were uh, a pantheon of descendants of An and Ki, the gods of the heavens, the gods of earth, and their primary function was to decree the fates of humanity. So. Um, this is coming from the perspective of, of the people and, uh, and, and they are, they're saying that they're like godlike and they have this, these technologies and, and they're the creator, uh, of, of their civilization. If you, if you go deep into this Anunnaki hole, um, you know, you, you can follow it through, uh, you know, Egyptian times, which they, in, in Sumerian text, they call it something different, but it's an ancient knowledge. It's an ancient, um, uh, storyline of how the of of creation basically, and that's and that's uh, they were giants, and so we we come from the giants, and and uh, and there's certain times that where they where they talk about how uh, the Anunnaki bred with human women, and that's where the Nephilim came from, the giants. Is that yeah. that that's the idea? The angels in in the in the in the biblical the, and religious the texts, ones. the fallen ones, the angels bred with the with yeah, the, the daughters human, of men and the daughters of men and that's and that's basically where it comes from so uh that's why they called they're called demons or angels or whatever they're fallen angels because they came from the skies they were thrown down from the heavens and and that's and that's what what it comes to so yeah, sorry for yeah. my rant but the anunnaki connection was strong with the nephilim so i, I think yeah, if you right. put it in the context of of how these stories run parallel to each other across civilizations. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. We'll, we'll talk on that. So yeah, the the Anunnaki were the progenitors of the human race, basically the shining ones. And then it's interesting because the Sumerians do have these images of the Anunnaki, and they're depicted as giants. They're depicted as being way bigger than the than the people. Some would say that it's because of their stature, because of they were, you know, more elite, richer, more powerful. So let's depict them physically as being bigger. And some people say, nah, man, it's because they were big ass giants. That yeah, like that's, it's literal. That's literally what they're saying. So from that, we have the story, the epic of Gilgamesh, which I'm a fan of Gilgamesh. Let's Love make it. a movie out of this. Uh, Gilgamesh, he's a, he's a king uh, from from Uruk, which is a little city in Sumar. So the Epic of Gilgamesh, this is considered the the hero's journey. So if you study creative writing, things like that, there are certain things. And you'll notice it just, I don't know, have you watched a Marvel movie? And you're like, hey, I really like these movies. But the beats are pretty much the same. We have a flawed hero who's kind of a dick, but we like him. He's funny. He's going on a journey. He's kicking butt, kicking butt. He fails or he loses somebody close to him. It creates him on a downward journey. But from there, he realizes he needs to get motivated. Maybe some friends get him up. And then he comes back on his journey. And he, he, he 
realizes overcome. he overcomes what it was that he was not doing well or his own weakness and he accepts something to, in order to defeat the enemy at the end and that's the hero's journey that we talk about and sometimes it runs parallel to beating the bad guy and that's and the, and the bad yeah. guy represents his internal struggle right it could be a physical antagonist sometimes it's an internal struggle sometimes it's nature sometimes he it's you don't actually win you just accept something that you didn't accept before because you can't beat this and that and this all comes from gilgamesh or, or you know the beat point so and the story of gilgamesh is a story of a giant and his best buddy bigfoot in my opinion Nice, so, nice. I want so you you've gone on uh, rants about his best friend being why do a we, Bigfoot. You always call him rants. You know, you know, you, you're you're right. I I I retract my previous statement. You always go on these epic journeys with me. I like um, that to and and describe how Bigfoot was his best friend. And I I kind of want to hear more about that because I I I've heard it a couple times, but I know the listeners haven't, and it's really okay. Good. So Gilgamesh, I'm going to tell it the way I remember it. For the story okay. maybe yes. different beat for beat. So Gilgamesh was a king of, of, of Uruk. He was a giant of a man. He was a demigod. So he was half God, half man, you know, that going back to the whole, the fallen ones. And, and so he was one, he was a giant. He was like a Hercules type dude or a Thor. Sure. He was a big muscular dude. He was tough. And the people of his kingdom hated him because he was kind of a drunken douchebag. Uh, one thing he would do is uh, the night before the, you know, um, people were going to get married in his kingdom and, you know, the virgins were going to get off to be married the next day. He would bed them the night before and take their virginity. So men felt disrespected. I, I think th my memory serves me right. I think he also did it to some guys too. He's taking their virginity. So a lot of people just didn't like him. And, you know, he was just a king. Yeah, he sounds like a creep. That's a yeah, creepy thing to do. He, he's rapey. He's kind of a bully. People don't like him. So the townspeople, they pull a... You remember Unforgiven with Clint Eastwood? I love where, that's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. yeah, where the the hookers, the whores of the town, they one of them gets their face cut by a cowboy. They put their money together. They they hire some mercenaries to come into town take care of them. Yes. Well, they got well. They may have been inspired by Gilgamesh because they kind of did that here too, where the townspeople get some money together. They go to this um, central seductress woman. Uh, they send her out to the forest because they have been seeing that there's a wild man of the forest, a sort of Bigfoot-esque creature who's a big uh, creature. kind of smart as well. They send him out there. The woman sees him and she seduces him with her beauty. And they seem to have hot, hot sex for like the next week. She just F's his brains out. And in among that time, she teaches him the language. So, I mean, he... Okay. And, and, you know, if you've been in that position where you're, it's a really, way that, it's a yeah, it, way to you try to get laid. Yeah. And you have to yeah. learn a new language from it. You're just going to learn that new language. So he's, he's a pussy whipped and he learns a new language. He's like, Hey, look, if you want to keep hitting this every single night, you need to take care of the Gilgamesh problem. So she brings him back to town. Did she the, keep the money? Did she not even pay this wild man? No, she she was getting paid. To, oh, okay. To, I just want to reiterate. Okay, play I with him. And I, I think, okay. Yeah, I don't I think it. I don't. I don't think he needs money. He's a wild. No, man. no, he's a wild he, man. That's what I was saying. Like, what is wild? Man. What does money have to do? What does money do for a wild man? Nothing. Nothing. But Putang, everything. <laughs> so she brings him back to town, and I I imagine this scene happening in a bar. First, I don't know if it's there. I'm going off memory here, but I'm I see it as a bar scene. He's there, you know, at the end of a bar, being a douche. The bartender is like, "Man, sick of this guy. Always drinking for free. This king, and he's a giant, so he overdrinks my whiskey and my wine." All the men there are like, man, this guy 
took my wife's virginity. I don't well, like it's him. Probably, it's probably mead back then. They probably didn't have whiskey. They yeah, probably, yeah. It, probably. My fucking mead and his stocks are going plummeting. Yeah. So the Bigfoot man comes in. People are like, oh, like, you know, there's a, everyone's, there's a silence. You know, the, the jukebox of that time just goes on silent. And then Gilgamesh and him have this just knockdown, drag out brawl. I feel like it's almost like the Roddy Piper, they live fight where it just goes on really long time. Over and over, like, Put yeah. all these damn sunglasses and quit raping everyone. No, never. <laughs> Rape forever. And they have a, this this, uh, this barn bur- burner of a fight and it's epic. But at the end of the day, Gilgamesh wins. Um, the oh, the, the wild man name is Inkidu. Inkidu. I, I mean, this sounds that. like a Bigfoot name. Inkidu. Inkidu. So he knocks out Inkidu. He's going to lay the killing blow on him, but he realizes, man, this guy was fun. So he ends up just, you know, extending his hand out, says, Inkidu, I hope you drink because we're going to drink like wild men. And they, you know, drink the night away. He likes Inkidu because he's as big as he is, strong as he is, drinks like he does. And they become best friends and they become like a Han Solo Chewbacca, my, me and my Wookiee. And they become best friends. They go on epic journeys. They end up pissing off the gods. They... so uh, did it work? I mean, did he stop acting like a douchebag or did he just go on journeys and continue to act like a douchebag? Well, he he will grow eventually. Um, I think what Inkidu did was at least get him out of the town to to get the town people some some journeys. So they go to the forest where they, they kill like the god of the forest, who's kind of like a Bigfoot beast man himself. And the beast man is like, Inkidu. You're not even a beast no more. You're you're man, and that was like an ultimate diss. Like, no, I'm beast and man. You can't say that, but it's true. He's losing his animal edge. Uh, they send some bull from heaven, which sounds like some crazy animal that destroys like the town, kills a bunch of people. They double team him, kill him, and then the gods say, "Nah, you can't be killing gods when you're just a half blood and a Wookiee Bigfoot. So someone has to die." Since Gilgamesh is half god, half god, they decide that you know Enkidu has to has to pay the brunt. So it's weird. He's he just dies. Um, it's he has a dream about the death, and it seems like he's given Sumerian cancer, Sumerian AIDS. I don't know what it is, but he dies of some natural causes. And now Gilgamesh is sad. This is where he sure. is having his downward moment. Dark, his dark his, dark night of the soul. Yeah, he realizes that they just survived all these epic adventures and they're awesome. They're badass together. They've, 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 just like Hercules, they've survived these trials they shouldn't have. But because he's only half God, he's not immortal. He may live longer than humans, but he will die one day. And so after Enkidu's death, he realizes that he doesn't want to die. So he, he starts trying to find the elixir of immortality and he starts thinking about how can he how can he as a demigod be immortal so he thinks about who was ever in that position who was ever a man or more man than god and became immortal and he remembers there's a man named Utnapishtim this guy is someone who was a survivor of the great flood this character was told to build an ark to prepare for the great flood by the gods this character may very well be noah from the yeah. Bible, right? right. So, so he seeks him out. Uh, I guess just to circle, just to finish the Gilgamesh story, since he's a giant, he he goes, he finds this uh, herb or something that's the immortality uh, herb. Uh, he gets it. He's like, yay! So he almost dies getting it. Of course, he's he's on a beach swimming, and he like leaves it on the 
sand and a serpent comes and takes it away and he loses it and he realizes he just kind of accepts that he will not be immortal but it's okay so it's not about the journey it's about the destination and that serpent comes into play again but oh, it's that's not about the, the it's not about the destination it's about the journey you mean it's about it's about finding finding the thing no it's about the des- it's about the journey not the des- did i say that yeah, you said it yeah it's yeah you flipped it's, it it's it's about the journey not the destination it's not yeah, about where yeah. you're going it's how you get there right um i was like that sounds pretty macabre it's about the destination we're all gonna fucking die i, I said the opposite <laughs> i was like purposely trying to make sure i say it the right way <laughs> So that's the Epic of Gilgamesh, our first action hero buddy comedy story that, I mean, it's, it's Batman and Rob, it's Han and Chewbacca, it's, it's, it's uh, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan, it's Lethal Weapon, it's all those buddy films that we've ever seen. It takes these beat points there. Um, yeah, so, I, I love it, dude. I love that story. It's, and it's our first multiverse. It's a it, it features a character who belongs from another company, right? It's from the yeah. Bible. Now we're going into Noah world. So let's talk about the Bible. So that's a reference where we have giants, right? It's sure. featuring a demigod. Um, in the Bible now, the giants, one of the famous passages is about the Nephilim, um, about how, let me, I actually was digging through the crates and found the Bible. And this was always a very interesting passage to me because I felt like there's way more here and there, there are because there's suppressed books from the Bible, but, and it came to pass when man began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair and they took them wives of which they chose. And the Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with man for he is flesh, blah, 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 blah. This passage, there were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. Gilgamesh, perhaps? And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every ima- uh, imagination of the thoughts of his heart was the only evil continually, and blah, blah, blah. So this directly precedes the Noah flood myth. And I always found it interesting. It's not a separate section where we're talking about the fallen gods and and uh being the giants and, and the nephilim they oh this isn't even a good passage they don't even mess screw this uh redacted bible another redacted yeah screw bible. this redacted bible here yeah so blah 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 give me a moment here yeah let's get on redacted bibles for a moment so yeah i mean if you look at like my old family bible compared to my new family bible um there's a lot of stuff that's uh not really there you know what i mean and and just the the differences between some of these are just uh, yeah just and that's, frustrating that's something i wanted to talk about because yeah you can go over different and i i ha- used to have a uh, interesting version of the the bible that had some the passages there so this one didn't even even mention the nephilim by name but in that that section there yeah, he typically mentions that they were referred to as the Nephilim. They were men of renown. And then it talks about the flood right after that. Um, in some passages, it seems to say that people were just wicked, and that's why we're flooded out. And that seems to be the, you know, if you ask any Christian why we were flooded, it's because we were, everyone was mean and everyone was bad. But there's certain passages of the Bible where it'll actually say things like Noah was the only one pure in, in his genetics or genealogy or generations. So that it seems to imply that it may not just be a sin thing. It may be an actual bloodline thing that they were purposely trying to um, uh, flood out the, the giants, if you were the Nephilim, and continue on the, 
the Noah bloodline, which is the, I guess, the short humans that don't live that yeah, long. short. Well, I mean, aren't they, aren't the, aren't there some claims that Noah was a uh, descendant of, of Nephilim as well? The Nephilim blood? Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, in, in a certain way, I mean, they're, whether it's ancient aliens or all of that, I mean, it's, they're all sort of coming from a similar gene pool, I guess. It's how diluted it may be, like with the right. case of Gilgamesh, like the more, the more God you are, the more giant and strong and live long you, you have. So I guess they were, I guess they wanted just a quarter, quarter Ricans left. Gotcha. Not the, not gotcha. the full, full blooded or something like that. But, but that is an interesting story with the Nephilim. And yeah, depending on which version you, t- you talk about. But I always thought it was interesting that, that when I saw that passage where it talks about the generations, that, that it's, it's has that passage about the giants and then the flood right next to it. So it feels like there's a story there and we should, we should, the, we should know more about it, but they don't talk about it. Um, there are later passages in the Bible where the tribes of Israel are wandering around the desert and they encounter giants that, is, that have survived the flood. Uh, there was there was a one description where they saw them in the in the desert and that that we seemed to our and the quote was and we seemed to ourselves like grasshoppers or so we seemed to them that they were so small in the eyes of the giants that they looked like little grasshoppers. So there's this interesting idea there, and and it goes and it's a weird idea. It's in yeah. Greek mythology. It's in the Bible. It's even in the Aztecs that the giants did something that pissed the gods off that the, that the gods exterminated these giants. So if you wanted to, if you wanted to go to the ancient alien, let's, let's take religion out of it just for a moment. If you want to go to the ancient alien story of uh, the Anunnaki, you let's call, you know, the Nephilim, whatever they, they basically had engineered uh, humans to what they are now. Right. And so some say that the different, uh, you know, species uh, that, were not Anunnaki, were were enraged by that, and that the, the, they were meddling too much. And and the you're not supposed to meddle in in a in a species, you know, evolution or whatever. And they meddled in mm-hmm. the species evolution, which which in turn created us. You know what I mean? So the symbolism of Isis and and uh, you know uh, Ra and stuff like that, and you know even the Virgin Mary and Jesus uh, is actually a symbol of like uh, the ancient alien like giants creating humans in in their likeness almost like the nephilim the, the anunnaki almost so yeah. that's that was one thing that i saw just to take it off the rails for a second yeah and then there's some ideas with that that those giants became corrupted that they had there's stories about the men of renown there, there's passages in some of these books that they had forbidden technology and that that just like atlantis right those myths that that this may have been why we were flooded out uh, there was ideas that they were cannibals uh the giants and and that they were just you know the gods were just trying to like these giants are just they're getting out of out of control here between their cannibalism and their their advanced technology and all their crazy monoliths here and that that's what the they flood was it. all about they, they yeah. flooded it they flooded the earth mm-hmm so it's an, it's an interesting idea i mean we can go to that the aztecs and the aztecs have a uh, an interesting uh, a story as well. It's called the Quina Medicine, uh, the the Quina Medicine Giants. So in in Aztec mythology, they talked about how these giants populated the the uh, earth in a previous era, in the Son of Rain era, that there were more than 
10 feet tall, over 600 pounds, and that they were also punished by the gods because the the giants didn't quite, you know, worship them or, or respect them. And at the peak of their civilization, as they were taken over, that the great calamities came down and punished them. So another idea of that there was, and, and there's a lot of uh, in, in Native Americans that there was different ages that were taken out that were not the most advanced. And I think we talked about this on maybe the Terry episode that we may have been wiped out by floods and uh, mm-hmm. asteroids and all, all those things there. But they actually say that, yeah, we existed, but we were giants or they were giants and they were wiped out and they'll attribute constructions to them, which is hard. You know, it is an American concept. I think we're always like, me, 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 we did this. Yeah, my, my granddaddy's happy sure. did this. But these guys are like, oh yeah, they construct the pyramids of Chalula in the city of Tichawakan. I can't pronounce all that stuff, but they say these were all the giants that built these guys. And there's some interesting images of, of them too. If you look up the Quina Metzen giant, You'll see a picture, and we'll we'll try to post this on the episode here, where there's like 20 Native Americans, Indians, that are pulling a, looks like a giant by a rope, and the giant has uh, an an eye that looks gouged out. He has his intestines pretty much laying uh, in his lap, like, you know, Scream style, Drew Barrymore style, and they're dragging the giant uh, to to a fire. So that's... uh, some stories there's some image i mean we can't yeah. say oh that's that's evidence but i mean it's a it's a convincing picture of what they were doing to a giant and there's stories about that there's always there's stories from native americans about these giants that that they went to war with that that would snatch kids snatch women that were cannibals and and there's a very uh, there's a lot of interesting legends in america which i'd like to jump over to now yeah, um, any, any thoughts about the gilgamesh and the bible stuff and all that That's yeah so i mean i think i think it's uh i think it's cool how you have these ancient texts that kind of sync up and even if you sync up like the, the timeline of the events that happened i think it's i think it's really kind of cool um even if let's say this stuff isn't true i think it's it's just it's in the human psyche like you know Right. What what if we were bigger? What could we accomplish if we were bigger? You know what I mean? Like stuff, you know, I, and, and if it is real, I, it's just so it's I just love giants, man. Let, let's just let's just get into the American yeah. stuff. Yeah, no, it's yeah. it's good stuff. Alana. But you're right. You know, a lot of, you know, whether they're ancient aliens or, or whatever the, the those ideas, there's that, that common thread with the people where all these structures take place at, you know, you ask the people who built these, they say, oh, we didn't build them, even though we've been here for hundreds or thousands of years at the, the ones who came before us, whether they be gods or aliens or right. giants or whatever, but that it, they attribute it to someone else. And that's an idea that is just Constant. everywhere. Yeah. It's yeah. on separate continents. Like why do, why do we keep giving away the, you know, the, the uh, claim here instead of saying, yeah, we did this. Yeah. We smart. They're just like, yeah, I wish, but no, it wasn't really us. And the fact that these, you know, we have different ideologies, you know, we have from a religion that's, that's still big today to a mm-hmm. religion that's died to just Native American history, all saying, yeah, giants were here and they pissed someone off and they all died uh, in, the, in the floods that happened. So interesting. This is what yeah. I was trying to bring up to the priests when I was trying to say, like, yeah, I think, uh, you know, religion's yeah, pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. See, they got giants. And he's like, yeah, no, no, there's no giants. I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? Giants everywhere. And he's like, no. All right. So so let's talk about some of these uh, Native Americans. One, one of the, let me see. Um, so there's allegedly stories of 
conquistadors who have had encounters with giants as well that that in some of their stories that they're they're suppressed that they were you know going through the jungle you know they have their guns they're going into battles and that they are reports that they saw these large naked men uh, that would appear in the distance that, that seemed like they were giants that they were throwing boulders at them oh that's wild and that the, uh, the yeah that some of them were teaming up with the Aztecs so there could have been a whole there's this idea that the Aztecs were battling the giants until the white man came and they decided let's work together and it still didn't do anything you know between you know surviving but that there's this idea that in the the battles for America if you will yeah. that the giants were part of that um, there's a famous story let me there's the Lovelock Cave uh, story and this is interesting because it's we have the evidence here. So they're in uh, Lovelock, Nevada. Uh, supposedly, the, this went from t- t- 2600 BC to the mid 1800s. So these guys were long uh, around for a long time, it seems like. Okay. There's a, there was a story of a race of red haired cannibal giants. And I should say that with a lot of the giants are depicted as being pale yeah. for whatever I, reason. That's, so. that's, that's, some, uh, that's some racist shit, Rolando. What are you trying to Maybe there can be. Black giants. I don't know, but I just they keep saying that these guys are white. No, I've, um, I've heard. I've heard that the 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 redhead thing is a common common threat. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, so so there was a so the Native Americans would talk about this war that they had for the for a long time with giants. Uh, there was a uh, I hope I don't say it right the Paiute Indians uh, P A I U T E. So they, they lived in the area and they were on the giants menu uh, just. For a long time, not, not got, yeah, yeah. So they would fight back however they they could. Uh, so one day they had enough, and they decided we need to take these guys out. Um, they had noticed that the giants all would retreat to this cave system, and and that one day they decided we had enough of all this this cannibalism there. So they they basically uh, ran up to it while they were inside of it. They threw a bunch of wood and they just they blocked it off with flammable materials and they set it on fire and they just made sure no one escaped they would they would attack whoever if anyone came out of it but they just smoked them out and that they ended up killing the the giants there and there were there were the you know giants were found in that cave system and they were about even though the reports that some were as big as 11 feet tall most of these were maybe like eight to 10 feet tall, which are still big, but yeah. they had found a bunch of dead, dead. So it just shows that some of these legends or maybe all of them are based on maybe actual truths there. When you say, Hey, we so the, were this is a, actually, so I just want to reiterate, this is actually documented that the, that this group of cannibals, let's just not call it, even call them giants, but they're a group of cannibals that would uh, capture people would go into the cave system. And then they, they found the bones to these people. Yeah. Look up Lovelock cave. So it's uh, Lovelock caves. no, I, I believe the, you. Yeah. So I think the idea is that the the remnants of what we found were like realistic giants, you know, six feet, six, seven, eight feet tall. But the legends go yeah, that they're even right. bigger than that. But it's yeah, wild. that's no, I've never so heard that wild. before. Yeah. So is that one? And the interesting thing with a lot of these is that there's this idea that there's a cover up of the of not only giants existing, maybe being bigger than, than that, but that there's, it may be tied into things like, like we talked about in Sarge area, maybe a a civilization that was around. And I sometimes like to look at 
old interesting articles or you'll you'll go on a, a, rab- a rabbit hole there and find these different things so I, so there's some articles here yeah let's hear some articles yeah so part of america there's these mounds that have been discovered in america they're they're like stone mounds and yeah. you know just they're like hey native american burial grounds um with some of those they found giants in those where there's you know seven foot tall eight feet tall bones in there and that they've been attributing these to more so they're not just the mounds of America, but they're the giant mounds of America and that they were, you know, not just native American, but, and I guess there's this idea in science that these are just the anomalies, just like we have tall basketball players. We have our shacks and our Andre, the giants and our, you know, big shows that, Hey, maybe they just have a a random big guy who has gigantism. Let's make him the King and let's give him, let's bury him with that. And there's this idea that, no, these aren't just one-offs. These are too common to be one-offs. These are uh, like a splinter. Uh, like group of people or something. Yeah, hominids yeah. is something that these, they're all just giants. They're not just like the, so, um, so, so here's one from Boise, Idaho, March 14th. Um, where's the year at? Uh, 1903, prehistoric bones found. Skeleton 10 feet long discovered in Southern Idaho cave. Uh, unmoved, unseen, and untouched for hundreds of years and hidden in the recesses of a deep cave 25 miles north of Shoshone, Lincoln County. That's this- that's crazy. So I, I keep on hearing a recurring thing about cave systems. Do you think that the cave systems have to do with like maybe some giants that are still alive and they're using the cave systems? Like it goes into a hollow earth kind of deal or what, what's, what are you thinking here? Man, I, I think there may be something to that. It, it, last week when we talked to Rod about the, the Bigfoot, there's this idea of underground tunnel systems. And the thing with that is it's one of those, I, if there's smoke, there's fire. And, and I, I believe that. There's a lot of Na- Native American legends about the, these underground cavern systems that um, I, I can't think of what tribe it is now, but it's part of the ancient alien lore that there was a, it has to do with this ant tribe. They're they're like ant people, aliens, monsters, whatever it was that they came up and and told the native people that hey, there's gonna be calamity. You need to go underground with us. And that they went underground. Their whole civilization. They were in this underground cave system. They survived the floods. They had food, and they came up to you know when it was all over. And it it seems that there is a vast cavern system underneath our our feet here well there there it's not it seems that there's a vast cavern system underneath our feet. <laughs> yeah. and then even with the tartaria stuff the stuff i've been getting more and more into it seems like there's there's layers of on that even like you're from chicago yeah. you know about capone and this whole underground network system that that allowed him to go from chicago to like cicero but right. then there's the idea of how the hell did they build those? Like, how did, yeah. was it, was, did it exist before then? Or did they, because it seemed more like they stumbled upon it and just kind of modified it versus they straight up dug underneath the city of Chicago while the city of Chicago was a thing. And there's these, they exist everywhere. Like I started watching a documentary about it and, you know, Knoxville, Tennessee has one, uh, Pensacola, Florida, all these places have these, like every major city has these city, uh, LA catacombs. They have these vast underground networks tied to them. Yeah. No one knows who really built them because apparently it was before the historical record, which sometimes makes me feel like, damn, Tartaria, uh, is that, is that another, another point for you guys? Yeah, when, right. When we did that at first episode, it's like, yeah, this is interesting, but I don't know if there's anything here now. Like, man, there's more and more there. So, yeah, it's a, it seems that there's 
you start seeing these connections. All these articles basically reference these ridiculous uh, tunnel systems. Uh, there's even some. Yeah, there's some in San. I just looked it up. There's some in San Antonio as well. It's it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. And there's caverns and uh, there's also caverns that go into Austin. So they probably connect at some point. Yeah. You think, you know, there's articles about the Grand Canyon that I don't know if it has to do with giants, but I know there's been some stuff where there was discoveries in the Grand Canyon where they found all this treasure that yeah. was re uh, reminiscent of Egyptian uh, tombs where there was like there's gold, there's hieroglyphics, all of that. And then poof. There's nothing that comes of it. It's just Indiana yeah. Jones came in. Well, it's you talk about the up. Smithsonian. They actually, um, they actually uh, funded that expedition, this uh, the Grand Canyon expedition. Let me see. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I can't remember that what the it was. It was a, a hobbyist that kind of petitioned the 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 uh, uh, God. I can't even fucking the Smithsonian. Yeah. So yeah, it was a hobbyist that petitioned the Smithsonian to go do a, a thing, and and they he found you know all that stuff, and then we went back to the Smithsonian, and they just they squashed it. No, it doesn't exist. Blah blah blah, because it because it, it goes against their record of history, Smithsonian record of history. Right, and that seems to be the idea that if it go if it's if it's not going along with the theory of evolution, or it may show other other things to it, that just let's this is an out of place artifact, and let's cover it up. So that's that's the idea, and that's what makes the Giants a possible conspiracy. Is there a massive cover-up? I mean, some say, well, why would they do that? Why wouldn't archaeologists want to bring these discoveries right. to light here? Why wouldn't? Why would they hold on progress? And some could say, well, it could be because the mainstream it doesn't go along with their ideology, ideology that they want to present at this time. And and I was actually having a conversation with uh, one of our buddies yesterday about this because I was going over this, some of the material. And he was like, okay, what's the overarching, like, why would they do that? Not, not pushing back, but just thinking out loud. What are, what are yeah, some of the sure. reasons for that? And we're talking about the theory of evolution. One other theory with that, and this may go back to the whole Tartarian thing, is that there's this idea that if we were truly advanced at a certain, and may not have been even at one point, we may have been advanced at several ages and we're buried under layers of our civilization. And that some of these, if these stories are true, and, and here's the thing with some of these stories, uh, the, the great floods, which is a myth, which talk, is talked about everywhere. And there's there's erosion, which may seem that that's true. You know, we, we will talk about the Solomon's Temple, which is, oh, it's an incredible myth about a guy and his demons. And then we find that, no, this may have existed. Uh, Helen of Troy, that was considered a mythology. This, you know, oh, it's a ridiculous story. It was a fun story, but yeah, there was gods in the war and all that, but there wasn't a real uh, a city of Troy. And then they find out Troy, Troy existed. So a lot of these stories keep coming up that are part of our mythology that they actually existed. Sodom and Gomorrah, that's a biblical story. Then they find it. Um, what if some of these are true in the way that they said it, said it would happen? Just uh, as perhaps forbidden technology or perhaps a real magic or mag magi, just like mm -hmm. we've talked about, um, what's his name? The King Arthur's dude who... Yeah, well, Merlin. Merlin, yeah. We, there's these ideas that some of these ancient structures were either built by aliens or built by, um, you know, advanced technology or even built by just sound. They, there's ideas that these big blocks were moved by sound, whether it's magic words or some sort of frequency or chord or something like that. So if there has been a suppression of knowledge and the, the people on top 
you know, have suppressed that perhaps is because they don't want us to know about magic being real because they, that creates more power for them, or they don't want us to know about this technology that we had. So they have dumbed us down. And maybe if you expose Bigfoot or expose the giant, you got to expose that the leprechauns yeah, and the fairy folk and the right. magic is real and that the, we don't actually, um, that a lot of this stuff is, it's pretty much happened exactly the way it happened. So I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting idea. Um, yeah. do, you, do you think there's legs to that? Is that a reason to suppress all this? I, I mean, if, if we're going off of that school of thought of, yeah, I mean, that, that would be a reason, wouldn't it? You know, if, 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 that is, if the conspiracy is that you have a group of people in the government or the government itself trying to suppress knowledge, and that's a direct tie to some of these stories that where this, where this knowledge existed, right? Call it magic, call it technology, whatever, whatever you want to call it, ancient technology. Um, also, you know, being that like, you know, some of the Tartaria stuff too, where it comes to, uh, I, 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 we're bringing it back to that, but um, where, where ever, like electricity was wireless, you know what I mean? Like everything was powered for free, you know? So, so if that's part of the um, story that you want to, you know, dismiss and say, oh, that's just a conspiracy. Well, like you said, you know, once, once one of these things come to light, then people start questioning the other things as well. So I think from that standpoint, I think you actually have a point there for, for like, if, if that was like, uh, I mean, I, I think you always have a point actually sounds condescending. You, you always have a point. I, me and you are in, in agreement more than when than we're not, but uh, yeah, it's, it's feasible. I'll say that it's feasible. Yeah, if it's if the if the conspiracy is to suppress knowledge, right, and this is where the Indiana Jones comes into play. Of hey, yeah, we have to, we have an Jones, bro. we have an establishment, a status quo that we want to keep here. And do you anything think, that goes, do you think that Indiana Jones like I want to hear your heart of hearts on Indiana Jones real quick. Do you think that Indiana Jones was had the best intentions, but then would just get hammered down with the bureaucratic nonsense of his uh academic institution in the smithsonian he wanted it in the museum so everyone could know about it but they just put it up on the shelves do you think that was his choice or was that a, a pay grade above him in the four or five indiana jones movies i don't know if we've ever seen that scene in the movie but that's an interesting one i'd, I'd love to see him in the him and his smithsonian uh, overlords it belongs in the museum and it's like actually indy it, it belongs in the basement of the smithsonian it's yeah like the, ma- the masses will uprise if they know that this yeah. exists yeah because he would always say that right it belongs yeah. in the museum but then it never gets to museum unless never, there's a never. unless in the world of indiana jones they're like oh yeah because that would be cool let's see more of the world of indiana jones where they're like well god is definitely real so be good because the ark of the covenant is real and if you piss god off they'll suck your, your skeleton out of your body or whatever the hell whatever and yeah <laughs> it's a melt off right and aliens yeah. are definitely real. like you know there's certain truths that have been established in that from the evidence where the skulls are alien you know where it's mm-hmm. but do the people of the indiana jones world know about that uh, i would say that they probably don't and so Indiana Jones may have, yeah, he's, he may just be a small cog in the wheel, and he, well, he definitely is. He definitely he's he's an upstart, of course, right? But yeah, he's going around punching Nazis. You know, he's like, what about so? <laughs> he's going around punching Nazis. Okay, you think that you know I you know would would bring him in and be like, listen, Indy, okay, you can't. Your, your visa is going to be revoked. 
We're going to have to take it away. You, you, you can't, you can't, your passport is, is null and void. You can't be going around. We have international, you know, relationships that we're trying to, uh, to make here. All right. We got Project Paperclip around the corner. We need these Nazis. You're going around punching them in the face, Indiana Jones. What are you doing? You know, put that arc in, in the corner. We're done with this bullshit, Indy. I wonder, that was the reprimand he got, I'm yeah. sure. I would also say, <clears throat> they'd say, hey, you need to put that holy grail in your pants because we're getting all these child support orders. You're apparently laying with women all over the world, right. knocking up right. women. Every time right. you go on an adventure, there's a new love interest, apparently. And and then where was that? What was that whole thing with that little young Asian boy? Was he just your, <laughs> was he just your uh, tour guide? Was there more to it? Because you weren't, you weren't that far from uh, Bangkok there. And if you were banging cock in Bangkok, we're going to have issues, Indy. So that's, oh, what, God. what was, what was it? Round? Short, short, short Was there a, um, let's, now that we know it's 2023, we know about the, uh, you know, Cambodia's and all that. Um, <laughs> What was the short that, round? Listen, is, dude, you're, this is short round in Indiana's relationship is sacred. Okay. I love that fucking thing. And you're, you're making me question that right now. That's horrible. Why are you doing this to me? My brain hurts right now. It's no. Sunday in the morning. My brain hurts. Oh my God. Go g- keep on going. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Just break, break, just tear the bandaid off. Let's hear about short round in Indy. I don't know. I'm just hoping he's not a, what do they call them? Girly boys or. <laughs> I think I think that's the the politically correct term is girly boy. I think you're right. I, I like him too. I like him as an actor. I like him as a character. Sure, sure. He's, uh yeah. everything, every all at once. But as a as a fictional character, I have to question Indiana the, Jones the layers of that relationship <laughs> when he's in. The, you know, when you're in different uh, different countries, right? You know, the the, oh, okay. the laws go out the window. So who knows what you're doing in that when you're you oh, know, uh, dude. It's saving the people, white, white savior conflict. All right. So there's not just to bring it around. Uh, yeah. Bring- Indiana Jones is uh, a suppressor of knowledge. And now apparently child trafficking. We'll just call it child trafficking. Cause he did take that boy out of a country and bring him to like India. Right. And, Isn't that- and he did put him in harm's way quite a bit, quite a bit, quite a bit. And what happened to him after he left you know the uh, Asia. What happened after uh, Indiana Jones? What happened to Short Round? I wanted to see. They should have. You know what they should have had in this upcoming Indiana Jones movie. And if they have, if they did do it, oh, bravo to them. If yeah. old Short Rounds be like, "What's up, Indy?" And just that they just need to put him in. God, that'd be so yeah. good. Yeah, that would be be full circle with it especially with yeah he just won an award yeah. and all that stuff yeah, yeah um i haven't seen it but that would be cool just to, so right. we don't have to keep thinking about what may have happened where i'm thinking he just left him in some country when once he was done with him and then yeah, right. was, you know traffic back through and then they're like hey you you helped the white guy take down our god so you know what we're gonna do to you i, I don't know Kalima. Kalima. they're gonna rip your heart out bro so regarding giants, uh, there's so many articles to go through. Um, I, I didn't. I'm not going to go through all of them. We're having fun with this. I, I encourage if you're into giants, just look them up. There, you know, you'll see all these these giant bones unearthed all throughout the Americas. All that. I mean, you, there's those pictures you'll see online of giants, but those are pretty much not real. If you see like 50 foot giants. Right. Um, but it's just, it's an interesting take on that, and it's almost like Roswell. Like, why would they put it on the headline if it didn't really happen? Um, some will say, well, anyone can put a newspaper article out, but it just, it's interesting. Like there's so many out there right. that talk about all these discoveries, underground cave systems, a lot of wild stuff there. And 
so yeah, do your own research on it um, about the possible suppression of giants in America and in, in the world. Yeah, I love it, man. All right, hey, if you guys want to follow us, uh, make sure to do so over at Instagram at thetheoryofconspiracy.com. You can follow me at bad underscore Yeti, and you can follow Rolando. Where can they follow you? Ro underscore Lando, R-O-L-E underscore L-A-N-D-O on the Instagrams and other things. I think we need more fairy folk, leprechauns, and giants on this show. Uh, cryptids, for sure. This was fun. Um, we got to talk about Indiana Jones, and um, that was always good. Uh, we had to rip the bandaid off about short round. It's not cute for professors to be going around snatching young children up off of the streets and bringing them to different countries and then just abandoning them in Asia when they're done, when they have to go back to the university and suppress knowledge. Because you got to visit your dad in the next movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, shit. That's man, funny. we've uncovered just as many conspiracies about Indiana Jones as this Bible st- or uh, giant suppression. So it's, it, I'd say mission, mission. Mission accomplished. Yeah, yeah. High five. Why five? Why five? Yeah. There we go. All right, dude. All right. Well, hey, until next time, guys, uh, you know, keep uh, a healthy distrust and uh, run again. Anything else? Yep. Stay weird and keep looking down for the fairies and up at the giants and uh, tune in next time.